Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo! Welcome to the final episode of season one of Be Yourself, the show where you can be yourself with me, Andrew Mancias. Today's guest is Yanni Mayo. She's a TV, events, and radio host, most notable for her work as the season 82 courtside reporter of the UP Fighting Maroons. She's also one of my closest friends from college. Yanni and I have shared a lot of honest and real conversations together. And that's the biggest reason why Yanni was the first person I ever recorded a Be Yourself episode with. Yes, you heard that right. This is the last episode of season one, but it's the first episode we recorded way, way, way back in August. And it took us this long to drop the episode because one, we figured it would be nice for our last guest to be the one I'm closest to. But also two, because this was an episode I really did have to think about a little bit. And to discuss that, I guess it's also important to reflect a little bit on the show's first season. I got Yanni as a guest because I kinda assumed that since we were good friends, this interview would be the easiest. And whenever you begin a disclaimer like that, the obvious answer is that this episode wasn't the easiest, nor the smoothest to record. And sometimes that comes up a little bit in the episode. And listening to this recording again, it was a little scary and embarrassing to me. There are times that I interrupt Yanni, or assume how she feels, and while I don't identify as a man anymore, there are points in the interview that tend to sound a little mansplainy. And listening to it back, there honestly were some points where I really wanted to lie to Yanni and tell her, Hey, the files got corrupted! Can we uh, record another episode? But of course I didn't do that, because I'm not a liar. But the truth is, the episode would was... But honestly, the episode was far from the perfect conversation between friends that I thought I would be able to give her. Now, when I think about it now, I think a lot of that roots in how, again, this was the first episode we recorded. I came into the recording wanting it to be special so bad and wanting to steer the conversation to highlight, hey, Yanni and I talk so well together and we make such good friends. And inadvertently, I was kind of defeating the purpose of the show. It's called Be Yourself, and for, I guess, the first half of this interview, I wasn't completely doing that. Now, this brings me to something else, which was when Yanni got in as a UAAP courtside reporter with ABS-CBN, and I didn't. And at the time, I was very much focused on myself and what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted to be the courtside reporter and make my way as the next big sports reporter, and then reality hit, and I wouldn't be able to do that. But Yanni did. And even at the time, anyone could have told you that she deserved it. Because Yanni loves telling stories without any promise of return, with nothing but trusting herself and believing that she can do it. In a sense, that's what happened with this interview. I was very caught up in making a good first episode that I forgot that at the end of the day, this is my friend. This is someone I should be myself with anyway. But what saves this episode is that Yanni is always herself. When balancing the ratio of talent, hard work, and sincerity, Yanni Mayo is the single most humble person I know. She is the salt of the earth, and it's no wonder why she's so beloved by everybody. There are some people who just radiate being genuine, and if there's anybody on this show who has ever outmatched me in terms of being themselves, it's Yanni. This episode might not have been my best performance, but the reason I never deleted it and asked Yanni to record this again is because somehow, we're still able to come back to each other again towards the end. 
the same way all good friends do, and the same way anyone can do when they're presented with someone like Yanni Mayo, one of the best people I know who can remind anyone to just do the work, stay humble, and be yourself. Cue intro music! So I'm with one of my best friends from college, uh, who's famous now, which is super fucking weird. Her name is Yanni Mayo, and she was the season 82 courtside reporter before COVID killed the UAAP. It's just sad. How do you feel about that? Oh, dude, when, you know, COVID came, I had, like, nights when I was just crying. You know how there was a routine set, and you yeah. expected... I like, had, every like, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, there was yeah. something, at least. Yeah, Yeah, and I had, like, what-ifs going in my mind, like, oh, I should have done this, or I could have done that. Well, but, and then everything, uh, what were the what-ifs? Okay, so, I feel like, when when UAP started, mm. uh, I think I got really culture shocked with like mm. the fans and everything. You know yeah. how it is. I was like someone who nobody cared about for yeah. eight. And now you seconds. have like twelve different dudes being shipped with you. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> not, not twelve. Then that's too much, man. <laughs> but yeah, it was so intense. Like the culture shock was so intense, and then big lang, it just got. I was I was like. Okay, mm. I can get used to this now. I kind of get how I'm supposed to conduct myself around different people. And then it just got cut. And I'm like, wow, I'm just here at home. What am I going to do? So mm. I've been crying. But you've been, doing, you've been doing a lot of Anandinamanjo. Like, you've been doing a lot of, like, the Zoom calls with the MBT. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I got, I hosted one of the, like, series over in their Facebook page. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been doing the hosting for Lazada, too. Yeah, you see, that's why I feel like it's so weird to me. Like, you know, the first time when we we cut that out earlier, but I said that I told Yanni that it's super weird that she's famous and she laughed at that. But it's true. It's like, I feel like that's a pretty accurate statement. Like, you were, can I can I tell people like this stuff you post on your green IG stories? Okay, fine. Go. There was one time I remember, like (laughs) the one time where you finally reached ten thousand followers. Oh my god! And I'm like, that's something you should say in public, though. Mm, I don't know. Should you say that in public? I just wanna celebrate my wins with people like. No, but see, that's why that people are like close you. To me. That's why people like you because you're so humble. Oh, that's why. You. That's why it's like it's it's. I really want to know like how much your life has changed over just like the course of of courtside as a thing, like becoming famous. Mm. Okay, can we? Okay, so it was, I don't think it's not, word. it's not accurate because there are people who are more, you know, known. That doesn't for... make you less famous though. Like, I, mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be having you on if, if you weren't like my famous friend. Oh, that's, like that's what? <laughs> joke around, <laughs> such a user. Ouch! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I totally would have you on, but in the man. But how much has your life changed by ever since courtside? Uh, I think, well, my life has changed there are people who actually care about my stories now, you know? <laughs> there are people who go on Instagram and look for it. And I think, um, most of all, I kind of understood how it is not in the, how it is slightly in the media industry. Yeah. Like, I've gotten that kind of exposure, exposure which is really thrilling because, we just learned this in school. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when you're in it, and you're just like, whoa, this is what my professor was telling me about. <laughs> like That's actually so part cool. of the diagrams and stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna mention this. Like when we have talks in class, they're like, how about, so Yanni, is this accurate? Did you experience this? And I'm like, whoa! What was that? What was that? What class was that? Um, my, my professors reference me from time to time. And meantime, uh, they go, so what's going on now with the basketball team? <laughs> and I'm like... Like they want you to give them insider info. Dude, I, I think it's a... It, the team that I that I am in is a hmm. very tempting team to talk about. But yeah. I'm proud of myself, man. I'm, like, I'm just like... Because you've never done it. No! Not even like a little bit. No! Not even like, like your friends? Not even Sam? Oh, your mom. That makes sense. Yeah, my mom. So she knows like all the inside secrets. Not really. <laughs> I mean, like just, just like the guys that, you know. Yeah, people, people She's should start adding your mom. People should start messaging her and like, and hounding Asking. her. Asking. Yeah. So you should hope this podcast doesn't get any traction, so that I no one know. harasses your mom. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's gonna be super dangerous. <laughs> you do you ever do you have to like filter yourself now? Um, not really filter, but frame the way that I conduct my, you know, my conversations. Because mm. I don't think that I'm the type of person who would be really filtered with what I say. Yeah. I'm very emotional. And yeah. I can't, you know, I can't just be yeah, like... I know that too. I've, I've been to that too. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it, the, whole, the whole reason that people like you is because of how genuine you are. And I, I feel like filtering because it would take that away. Yeah. yeah, and it's so hassle. Like you think about it all the time. So I just, I'm just like, I kind of frame conversations in a way that are not too, you know, delics or something. The stuff that are mm-hmm. delics, I don't write it down, talaga. To so make sure nobody gets my notebooks or like something gets lost, it's just I don't write it down, and sometimes I don't remember it. It's just really locked away in this like part of my brain that I can't access. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. Did you feel did you feel pressured to talk about the shutdown though? I didn't feel pressured to talk about the shutdown because like us, we learn I mean we mm. yeah, yeah, we learned this in school. So it was something that I that felt strongly anyway. about. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. Like it's about it's a bigger aspect. It's media in general, not just this one network. So it was something that I really felt passionate to yeah. talk about on social media. I agree with that. Do you ever? But you've gotten shit for it now, though. From my uh, no, actually, the fans have been really supportive. I'm really, I'm really glad. You know, I'm That's I'm nice. so agile. <laughs> you are, you're, you are a stronger pull than the government. People simp for you more than they simp for the government. Hopefully, <laughs> I mean, yeah, hopefully, I, 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 I simp for you yeah, more than they simp for the government. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm not saying much though. Like, <laughs> you said that like the IG stories, na, na parang you, it's weird that people care about it now. Did mm. did you ever feel na parang was there ever a thing that you were proud of before you got like say fine quote unquote famous air quotes famous before you got air quotes famous was there anything that parang like you wish na I wish I was famous when I had posted this or when I had done this. Oh. I guess I wish that, I don't know, I think I I had an expectation that I would get more known through magic because courtside mm. was just something like 
it was a shock that I even got in. It wasn't something that I Hey, planned. that's not true. That's no, not true. No, dude. Everyone dude. expected it. No, 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 sure. legit. No, 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 no. Come on. Not no, when I got in, I had friends like, I didn't think that you'd get in. You didn't look the part. And I was what like, friends are those? Really? No, but they're Did real friends. friends. You that? I, yeah, dude. I appreciate the their honesty. No, because they were, I think they were, I'm coming from the background now. When you see courtside reporter girls, I think they've been model-esque or very, uh, I don't know, actually. When you think about it, I think taller than me, I guess. <laughs> that's that's all you wanted to say, that they just have long legs. Yeah, <laughs> it's kidding. That's stereotypical, stereotypical kind of woman. Um, uh, what do you call that? Physique? Yeah. But I guess they didn't see me as that. And I didn't really see me as like the stereotypical kind of woman physique mm. as well. So I think it came as a shock to them yeah. that I got in. But it's not about visuals because it's not really yeah. about visuals. Yeah. But we also can't deny that there really is like a problem when it comes naman talaga to choosing visuals over other people. Have you ever had to deal with that? Uh, like, have you ever been rejected for... Oh, yeah. Because I do audition for like uh, student films or films in general, like TV commercials. Especially TV commercials. They really won't get someone if they don't look the part so at at least in my end it wasn't very drastic but for other people that i know who auditioned for tv commercials they would tell them that you should have fairer skin or you should have you know longer legs or legit parts of the body like shit you really can't change no matter how much yeah okay thanks but <laughs> it's like you could have just rejected me and <laughs> yeah instead of made me feel bad about myself diba? you like i remember the night Nana, you were you were preparing for courtside yeah. like the night that we were training in, in mascom that's like my one of gosh. my favorite moments with one that of my friends a- ever yeah, that was fun. Was, that was fun. Was so, like, for context, like, Annie and I spent, like, four hours in Mascom. Because she was asking me to teach her about basketball. <laughs> Which was so fun. Because, like, we were doing, like, the it whole Marvel fun. analogies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, for people who don't know. Wait, let, let's, let's, let's give them more context. So, guys, when I entered courtside, of course, I wasn't very technical about basketball. I enjoyed the sport, but, like, all the terms and everything that I needed to know... Pay- personally i asked andrew one of the people who helped me out with basketball so andrew and i were in the lobby of our college which is mass communication in up and then me coming from a different background of knowledge he had to teach me in a way that i understood things and i'm a very <laughs> visual learner so we did marvel to the basketball players analogy which is super that's like a different episode topic <laughs> in itself. That was really funny. Like I remember that day because um, I guess for anyone who wants to know like how nice of a person Yanni is, because like I auditioned for Courtside too. And I felt like when like you approaching me to tell me, like I remember what you told me then. Like you told me na parang, na I know you wanted this too, but like could you help me? And that just <laughs> felt like, <laughs> no, but it felt so good though. Because it was like, like to me, that was all I needed. Just to know that someone else thought that I, that I probably deserved it too. You know, like, to hear that from you, um, I feel like that's the thing that people like about you. Naman talaga, that you're always able to 
I guess just bring out the best in other people. Has any like basketball player told you that too? About mm. like, like told them like, hey Annie, you know you make you make me feel like really good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, that's something that I think that was the difference between my relationship with basketball and volleyball. Mm. So basketball, I guess, I was so um, so what do you call this? invested in getting to know them that I didn't really get the time for them to for me to open up sincerely to the guys and I think it's also because of the very fast-paced schedule at the time so in my head I was like I have to get information in this short amount of time so I didn't really get to open up to them a lot Mm. in volleyball you know how the league got pushed back and pushed back (laughs) <laughs> it did. So it really did. And then it just got canceled altogether. Yeah. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. <laughs> Why? So all, all you could do was just like was be friends with anybody. You know what? Actually, um, from the volleyball team, I'd like to shout out the entire men's volleyball first of all because uh, the, we were all bonding in a way that we just really wanted to have fun this season. So we were yeah. all just like, woo! Let's go! Yeah! <laughs> and then... I'd like to shout out also um, the the women's volleyball team was so we we got really close because I attended their retreat which oh, kinala kadlang wow. ako yeah where was that um, Pico del Oro Batangas this is like a this is like a Catholic retreat no it was uh, getting to know you better so that we could okay. all jive like like a spiritual team building type of yeah, thing yeah 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 that's just so. Actually, that was really fun. Um, uh, the person who, who the person who led it was their sports psychologist, which is Coach Marcus. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was I, I I got to learn a lot about them, and they got to learn a lot about me. That was really dive mm. dive deep mm. uh, into our personal lives, and I really appreciated that. You know, I got invited because it was. Um, it was just an overnight session, but in that overnight, I really was able to see them as people, and I I found the stories that could that I could you know um, talk about you know with their consent and all. Yeah. So it was if there were really a game. A, like what, what did you yeah. what did you choose to talk about like on air? Actually, I wanted to talk about the close relationship Jenny Padilla had with mm. has with her dad. Um, the dad actually bought a cable TV just so that he could watch her and uh, he set up the TV and everything and he video called her just to show her that it's so the cute. TV was... It's so adorable! It's so cute. I mean, oh! oh man, hey, you're like really close to your dad too. Yeah, I so, mean like, our family. Should... Yeah, how, you, how, how, do you, how have you managed to, you've never had like problems with your with your parents or I don't I mean, we are a normal family, so... Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like... Maybe, I, I think I got too, like, reportery with that. I'm like, hey, have you ever had problems with your family? I mean, I don't know. How is your... Has has it ever been a problem for your parents? Like, you doing all this stuff um, with, like, broadcasting and everything? I think they've always been supportive of whatever I did. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the start, um, they... Uh, they were coming from a place where they couldn't visualize media, especially on-cam talenting as an actual career. Yeah. So I think they were also like, we're, we're trying to support you, but, you know, check out your options. What were the <laughs> options they were giving? Uh, I think 
the option I gave them, aside from on-cam talent, was, you know, uh, production, production management, something that mm. they could grasp Like promos and around. copywriting and all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, eventually as, you know, Courtside went on and everything went together, tied together, I think they understand at this point how my career is supposed to go or where I want to go with my career. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you, uh, do you have, like, any plans right now? Well, I mean that's such a hard question though, because it's like like We're COVID pandemic, and everything. Let's so. assume let's assume that the okay let's assume that season eighty two ended completely planned. Where would you have been right now? <gasps> well, that's a freaking hard question because it didn't. It didn't. Should, should we have done end. the pre-interview? <laughs> I think I need like thirty minutes thinking time. Okay, well, we have the, we have the rest of the show if you want to get back to that question. Okay. Um, but like, what did your what did your parents going back to your parents? Like, what did they want from you growing up? Did they uh, have like any weird Asian expectations for I don't know for what you should be? Oh, thankfully they weren't the type to impose a certain future, but they did kind of. Siguro, um, I guess it was like underlyingly they gave me a certain standard, or like I imposed a certain standard on myself because my parents. Are successful in their own right, and I see them. What do your parents do? Uh? My dad is a businessman, and he is an entrepreneur. So it's his own oh, business. Yeah. Gender neutral words. Yeah. yeah entrepreneur. <laughs> so let's use that. <laughs> and your mom? What does your mom do? My mom um does skills training for uh different businesses. Uh, he she teaches like et- ethics, um, English, and stuff like that. So. More of that kind of stuff. Okay, so going back to the whole thing about like your parents being successful, what did you, what did that pressure you into wanting to do or to be? Uh, I guess it just pressured me to be the best at the moment because growing up, I didn't have a set career. I'd always change my mind. Like, I wanted to be a veterinarian, a doctor. Was that your first? Um, was that your first dream? Vet. Yeah, vet. Big, and then I found out I was allergic to dogs. So. I, like, I was just yeah. about to ask you. You don't have a pet. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's like a. <laughs> what would you want though? Like a cat? You're a cat person? No, I'm not a cat person. What? Why would you think I'm a cat person? You would because know like, if someone's a cat or a dog no, person. No, because because right? I always thought that I was like a dog person too. Just because I'm like also energetic. But then I realized like, like man, I know I can't I can't do with I can't do anything with a dog. It's just like what? too much of the same energy. You know, like a cat, a cat's just like quiet and low maintenance and, and shits on you from time to time. I feel like, but I also feel like that's my type in like people in general. Like, people I like people shit on like, you? <laughs> yeah. No, Andrew. Like, soon did it. You know, okay, so let's, let's do the fan service question. If someone okay. were, if someone were to say like, hey, Annie, crush kita. <laughs> how would I have, how would, the question. <laughs> but what, what, what are you looking for? Like, I, I know your whole thing is not, you know, your whole thing right now is not you're single. And I know that's what you want to be. So, like, there's, there's no problem with that. But just, like, because I also know that you want to get married. Like, you've, we've talked yeah. about that. Like, you want to have kids. Yeah. Like, w- w- but you've also, like, never had a, like, committed relationship, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. You looked at me in the camera like, "Oh fuck you!" Like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
legit. But like, so like, what are you, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, what are your expectations for relationships? Okay, can like, I just update your yeah. knowledge? I'm not sure if I want kids like at the moment. You know, as I'm growing older and as I'm nearing yeah. the age of actually having kids, I'm just like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. that's starting to look like a bad idea. Oh, that's kind of scary, man. Actually, I reflected on this like the other night when I was alone, you know, in my room. So it was just, I didn't want to have kids because society imposed that expectation on me. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's absolutely right? fair. Yeah. So it's it's like an it's like an F you to society. Yeah. So I want to <laughs> have that. Yeah, I want that choice for myself. Absolutely. Choosing it for myself. So Absolutely. at the moment I'm just kinda taking it slow with the kids part. Let's see, you know, yeah. if that's okay. But yeah, I'd be kind of freaked out a bit if they brought on the kids topic early on mm-hmm. in the relationship. But since my mind changes every second of every moment yeah. it's it doesn't really freak me out um that i have to eliminate all the guys that want to have kids so mm. yeah so for a future partner i guess super important we have the same communication you mm. know pattern i'm a talkative person you know that so you also want a talkative person no i want a person oh my gosh no i don't want a talkative person and See, that's the dog and cat listen. thing. That's what I was telling you. Oh, so that's where you're coming from, the dog and cat thing. No, I mean, well, I, I think it, it just went that way. But going back to the dog and cat thing, it's like, like you really want someone who's just going to be, I don't know. You have a point. Right. Yeah. I guess I'd like someone who compliments me. I think that's the safest <laughs> answer. <laughs> I can't think of like, specifically, yeah, someone who compliments me, who's someone who listens, that's super important for me. Um, I can't have a Gemini. I swear, can't we can't be both Gemini. Yeah. So so all so to all the Richard Rivero, Yanni Mayo stands. <laughs> on two two Gemini's. <laughs> okay, I have a question about the compliments thing. Because we were talking Kanina about how you didn't like, like there's like a certain standard na women have to have appearance wise usually when it comes to Philippine television. Do you, are you like a, do you prefer physical compliments? Because I do. Like, oh, I've, do? Found, I've found recently that like, because it's so, like, every, we're taught to think that like your personality is what matters. We, we, we're taught to believe that it's the inside that matters, not the outside. But then I guess, I guess like, I've, I've found like in my current relationship, which we have not talked about in private yet. Like, you yeah, I, I, I don't talk have about any that of off camera. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that after the show. But I guess, I guess I've found like recently with Leigh, na parang, na I just prefer physical compliments to like personality compliments. Because I've never been, I've never been too insecure about my personality. Ah. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like when you get like a physical compliment, it's like, oh, I like your eyes. It's like, oh shit, you like my eyes? I don't know if that's the same for you. Oh, I get kind of conscious when people compliment me on my physical looks. So it's really, it's really the personality stuff that gets to you. I guess personality and work ethic. When it's work ethic that's being complimented, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's Cause go. Because work ethic really is a tangible thing that you can perceive yeah, yeah. And, and as someone who like, because you're both of our favorite Disney princess is Tiana. Oh yeah, right. It's like a formative movie for you. Such a good movie, no? 
Yeah, that soundtrack. Movie. Girl, honestly, I don't know. I don't even remember the soundtrack. But the but before we do that, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Hey yo, be yourself as an affiliate of Lazada. Go where your heart beats. As a special treat for our listeners, Lazada is offering some special promos just for you guys. If you are a new user, you can get up to 100 pesos off of purchases by using the link tinyurl.com slash bylazada100. That's tinyurl.com slash capital B, capital Y, Lazada 100. And if this isn't your first rodeo on the whole online shopping thing, we got you too! Get up to 80% off of items on Lazada by using the link tinyurl.com slash bylazada80. That's tinyurl.com slash capital B, capital Y, Lazada 8-0. You can shop off their website or their mobile app, which is available for download on the App Store and the Google Play Store. Remember, that's tinyurl.com slash bylazada100 for new users and tinyurl.com slash bylazada80 for everybody else. Lazada, go where your heart beats. Before we got cut, we were talking about how Tiana is our favorite Disney princess, like both me and Yanni. And that's like a formative movie from like grade five, uh, which brings me to the topic that I actually wanted to... <laughs> Did you not think what? it was that long ago? Yeah! It was! Look at this grade five! <laughs> it was grade five! Let's, let's check now. Great. Let's fact check that now. Princess and the Frog. That was what? 2009. So 2009, that was grade five. What? Yeah, dude. Oh my- Gosh, okay. it's, you've been Tiana for so long. You've been all, you've been almost there for so long. <laughs> no, oh, but you're finally there sucks. though. Not really. No. Still on the way. I mean, we're okay. Fine. Before we get to what we what I actually wanted to talk to you about, like, what do you think about are things that you feel like you still have to achieve? I think I need to achieve a lot of things, dude. We're still yeah, like, young. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I think it, things that I want to get improve on, siguro, it would be, yeah, like being able to um, storytell really well. You know how like Boom Gonzalez, Nicaramas, Nicaramas, yeah. they're freaking really great storytellers. Like, they are able to engage you on the spot. And I'd like to develop that kind of, you know, um, second nature. Because yeah. it's kind of a struggle now that I have to be attentive with everything that I write down or with everything that I say just so that I can engage the audience. But with them, it's like, it just comes naturally and it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I want to be good at that. I mean, have they have they told you anything about that though? Like, have they taught you anything about how to do that? Yeah, they gave me. Uh, I asked them for tips from time to time during the UAP. Uh, something that I remember is when Nico uh, told us that we'd like to serve different dishes all the time. We all, we don't like to eat chicken all the time, so. Try to serve up a different meal when you go on air. So that's kind of like the shorter version of his tip. Mm. Boom naman. And I had a really long conversation on... I just asked him recently actually on how to ask questions. 
What did you get? So it was, I really, I, I like how um, Boom is so, you know, open to answering all of my questions. So basically, he t- talked to me about how you have to have good rapport with your uh, interviewee uh, yeah. at the start of the interview so that in the, by the end, you'd be able to, you know, get into deeper topics, yeah. be more comfortable sharing, you know, different things about their life. So that's one of my main takeaways from what he talked to, what he told me about, you know, those, those tips about asking questions. So yeah, that's something I want to improve on definitely being in the media industry. Sure. And I think, I think that, you know, like honestly, like hindi naman kita binabola or just to like say it on air. But I do think you've, you've always been really good at that. Um, whether you, whether you see it or not naman. And, you know, kaya I was, I was wondering then like, do you, do you um, going back to, again, the thing that we wanted to talk about that, that the internet has been cucking me from saying this whole time. But when I talked about this in the pre-interview with Yanni, she was laughing. She was like, <laughs> like Yanni was giving me like, the, oh, fuck, we're going to talk about that again. <laughs> so for, for context, the first time that, um, that Yanni and I ever had like a proper conversation, uh, it was, I was taking her pictures for an org thing. And then I I I, oh, I asked her, okay. yeah, that was like an AS hallway. I remember that. And I asked you, I asked you, hey Yanni, did you like high school? Yeah. <laughs> and you you gave me the best answer ever. You told me, you told me, oh, I wouldn't redo it, which is like that was so perfectly phrased. I feel like that's the answer I'll give from now on to other yeah, people. Yeah, dude, go ahead, take it. <laughs> no, no, I mean like how how um. Like where where did that come from? <laughs> uh, I guess I wouldn't redo it. I feel like I was the best at the time. I mean, I feel like I went through those situations in high school, being myself. I wouldn't redo it because why would? I have never heard someone who wanted to redo high school. No, but like person. like cool people, like people who were cool before. In high school. Yeah, not that it matters I now because you're like famous now. No, but as a, <laughs> I just like saying it because it pisses you off so much. Um, oh but, uh, no, yeah, I mean, like, but how is like when we go back to how much your life has changed? Do you think that was there ever a time where I guess in high school, like, you didn't think that you were capable of something like being on TV and and doing all these kinds of things? Was this this was always your dream, ba? Um, I think early on when I was a kid, I wanted to perform. <laughs> it was something that I mm. really did. I took ballet lessons, Hawaiian dance. Hawaiian dance. For that. Yeah, dude. Are you gonna? You gotta so, show me that sometime. I don't even know how to do it anymore. That's, that's oh, just like that's sad. Childhood. Shell, okay, so yeah, dude, that's what I performed. <laughs> Pearly shell. You're like a sixty-year-old grandma. <laughs> so, oh, uh, you, so yeah, you wanted to perform, and um, how did that translate when you were in like your awkward teen years? In high school, I didn't really think of like the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just thought of about my academics. I was so into my academics, and like, yeah, I was a student leader at the time. I was also serving in the chapel, so people called me the church girl. So that was the things that I prioritized back in high school. Um, 
didn't go out too much. I wasn't the type to go to, you know, parties. I would go to my friend's house and hang out there, but I really wasn't the type to go to parties, to go I'm actively seeking out Friday nights outside of the house. So that was me in high school. Um, I wouldn't redo it because I feel like I don't want to go through that stress anymore, guys. That was like... Yeah. <laughs> what? We're, yeah. High so school. you were... The church thing was like you were being made fun of for that? Was that like a... No. It I was just like a branding actually, thing. It was a branding thing. Okay. I don't know if I was being made fun of. I didn't mm. really take it that way. <laughs> Do you think that... Like, cause I, I feel like a lot of famous people can only... I feel like most famous people... So I'm not saying you, ha, huh, because you don't like it when I say that. I know. That's I feel like famous people in general, just like, it's either... I, I think they only fall into two categories. Eh? Like, it's either na everyone knew they were going to be famous or like, no one knew that they were going to be famous. Do you feel like you fall... Like, which spectrum do you feel? Like, do you agree with that, first of all? Oh my gosh. I don't think... I don't know how people can say that another person can be famous. I guess if I were to do that back in high school, I would base it on, you know, uh, more shallow things like looks and how they conduct themselves, but not like their drive to actually achieve uh, that kind of recognition. But personally, um, I I didn't see myself as being famous but I saw myself as working in the media industry being on camera I didn't really aim for being famous in and it, it was the just term like a collateral itself. thing that happened na lang afterwards yeah I guess but do you ever you ever get like jealous of anyone else oh yeah yeah I mean it's a normal I mean obviously just saying it's normal but obviously yeah, like the answer was yes because it's a normal thing but like do you have yeah I, I guess the real question there was I know like who like what was the time that you got like really jealous of someone else when it came to like career stuff I, or whatever? I don't think I get jealous I get more insecure like if I see other people my age especially being able to achieve things that I haven't um, gotten to I'd be really insecure about my capabilities you know my talents um, everything that I was doing at the time like I would think am I doing this correctly what else can I be doing and I think that's where my mom plays a really big part in my life mm, because she's so. able to ground me like I really need that kind of person <laughs> because I overthink a lot yeah diba? you'd know that I overthink mm. a lot so I have times with her when I just talk about all my thoughts and she just goes, um, she gives me really good advice just to say, but you've achieved so many things now. You should enjoy what you have at the moment instead of like thinking of the far future because everything that I've been doing, um, she, she believes is leading up to where I will be in the future. So I guess she just wants me to really enjoy the moment which is something that i've been struggling to do but i'm trying to practice in this lockdown <laughs> <laughs> that's good and i'm 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 really happy that your your state of mind has been a lot you know better when it comes to those kinds of things i'm happy that you're not pressuring yourself to find a person anymore 
That's uh Yeah, dude, I'm just <laughs> proud. <laughs> Yeah. That used to be like that used to be like the thing that you would talk about all the time. Like, hey man, when are we gonna get it? Like, when are we gonna get like a Joa? But know. <laughs> you know, I, I've I've always been I've I've always been like really curious about like your almost Joas. Mm. Like, what fell through with with? The, we... Yeah, we're gonna go there now. We're going there now. Okay, we're going there. <laughs> Just hit now. you with it. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Go, go. Who's the first? Who's the first we're gonna talk about? Okay. Uh, the first... Well, actually, okay, let's go back to high school. High school was a time when I didn't nice. we're going back think to high about... That's, that's the best yeah. topic. <laughs> um, I didn't think about like getting into a relationship or like anything related to romantic stuff. But in high school... I guess people saw an appeal in not caring about romantic stuff in me. So I actually a lot of people who liked me back in high school are my friends now and I'm really glad I'm able to keep that relationship because you know how when other people like you and you don't reciprocate, some people cut off cut you off. I've always found that so weird. Weird deba. I've always found that like low key misogynistic. Because it's like, Ooh. what did you... No, right? I mean, like, I'm not a girl. But I'm just saying, it's like, I mean, what did you expect? Like, you can't just expect someone <laughs> to like you bad. Like, that's kind of a <laughs> shitty thing to do. Yeah. I know. Like, how did that... So, I'm, hmm. I'm pretty proud that I'm able to, you know, keep those relationships. What was your question? What were you asking? We were talking about, like, your almost Joas. Okay. So... So that was my context in high school. So when I went to college, that's when I was like, "Woo! So many, so many people. So and boys everywhere. Boys, wow. So and this is really the funny. other species. <laughs> yeah, that's the wow. They're real. Okay. They're real, no, they're they're not so, just like you know. They show up every five p.m. to pick up their girlfriends. They're like everywhere all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the gate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so funny. It's a funny analogy. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that was something that uh, uh, shocked me because I came from an all-girls school for people who don't know. So, that shocked me a lot. So, and my first year as a freshman, I wanted to do things that I haven't done in high school. Diba? You're in college. You're more independent. You're in a school that is very open to different views. So, that really... Like, I was in that kind of high mentality. Whoa, let's, let's see other things. Let's do other things. So the first one, the first guy I dated. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> hey, not to, you know, we're still friends. You, you are still friends. <laughs> but that's good. At least he's not the misogynistic asshole who was like, I don't know, I can't be friends with a girl who rejected me. Yeah, it's we're like still friends. Um, okay, go. So, do you know this dude? I think you do. Do I? We'll talk about it off camera. Okay. Was this an orgmate? So this, yeah, it's an orgmate. Oh really? I think I'm you really know. not. I'm not. In you the... know, my God. Do I know? I bet you know. I, don't I know bet a you lot do. Of things. That's why I have this podcast so I can know things. Okay, that's great. <laughs> so here we are. So yeah, the first guy that I dated, we were friends in high school, and then I guess, um, we hung out more. I a lot, a lot of time to spend with him and in the end 
I have this tendency of, you know, sharing my feelings first because I really can't hide mm. my feelings. Yeah. So I told him, and I told him, hey, you don't have to tell me if you like me back or not. I just want to tell you this is how I feel. And let's move on with our lives. So at that point, I know that I really didn't want a relationship. I just want to get the feelings out because Medjo has to have feelings. You know, guys, mm. it's bad. It takes up a lot of your time. It does, but no? My, it yeah, does. dude, having feelings. Isn't it's so people, freaking... People don't think it's like a, it's a thing to worry about, but like you can't study sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my it's gosh. Stupid. It's stupid. Anyway, you were saying, so after umamin ka, and then my close friend at the time, she was like, dude, you have to ask. You have to know what he feels. It's your right. Is it? Is it though? It's not right. Do you, do you, do you <laughs> I don't think so. Now? Like years later. Years later. Now, I don't think it's my right to know. At you the time, I was... It's not my right. Like I don't yeah. think I should expect an answer from someone if I share my feelings. It's my choice to share my feelings. Right? Yeah. So, at the time though, I was kind of peer pressured. So, mm. <laughs> I called them up. And I was like, okay, so, I just wanted to know how you felt. You know, give me something. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to I mean, know who this is. I really, after the show. Okay, go. And then? So, he was like, uh, I did kind of feel something for you at a certain time where we were hanging out, but I guess when I told him about my feelings, it was gone na. So, di lang siya tumugma sa oras. So, that yeah, was timing, right. timing really is everything most of the time. Like, that's such a cliche. Pero, it really is true. Like, I think, like with Lei, I feel like it was just really all timing. No, hindi naman. Hindi naman, it's not, it's not all timing. She's gonna watch this. No, I love you. Uh, <laughs> pero, I mean, like, the oh timing was like, really, ano talaga. Kasi parang, I feel like it's a thing where you really have to be in the same place in life at the time. Mm. Well, that's a you know good what I point. mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like when I got into a relationship with her, it was, um... Hello? Did you hang? Did you hang? I can hear you, though. You okay. hung for me, but I can still hear you. Okay, because you, you did for me, too. Um, yeah, so when I, got, when I got into a relationship with her, it was like a whole thing where we had learned the same things at the same time. Like, we were at the point where we had learned the same things. So everything from the point on after we had had our relationship was just like, it was all congruent now. Excuse me. At that point. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like like you're totally right about the whole timing thing. Yeah. What, what was off Were you guys you? in the same situation? Oh, sorry. We were like in the same, we were in the same situation. I feel like we, we had experienced the same kind of heartbreak, I feel. And we'd experienced uh, the same kind of insecurity. And we were both just like coming off of that. So that's why I feel like it was actually like pretty sakto. Because I had known her for like... It makes me sound so dumb now like to say it out loud. But like I'd known her for like half a year before that. And I feel like if we, if we had met or if we had like talked any point before that, it really wouldn't have been the same at all. Like, there were still things I needed to learn. So, what was the thing that was off with you? Um, first of all, I feel like, looking back, I wasn't really ready to be in a committed relationship. That's why I had, like, this kind of push-pull 
um, tendency where I would reciprocate, but I wouldn't reciprocate 100%. So that was something that I was doing at the time. And I felt like, I don't, looking back, I don't think we'd make a good couple, honestly. <laughs> We're both Gemini for the first part. Now I'm at the point where I'm trying to figure out who this you is. You know, <laughs> I really do. Okay, go. And you're really at that Gemini thing, no? So, mga, again, mga Richiani dyan, ekis talaga. <laughs> My gosh. And then? It's so hard kaya to be... I'm not gonna say it's so hard to be with a Gemini because I'm a Gemini. But, <laughs> if there are two Gemini in the same room, you guys, Because at insane. that point, you guys just want to cause shit together. That's how I feel about Geminis. Like, when yeah. Geminis are in the same room, they just want to mess stuff up together. I mean, that's, that's yeah, like you and me. I think... That's like you and me, because like I'm a Gemini moon. No, I'm a Cancer, but yeah. I'm like a Gemini moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's fine. But How I about... feel like you're not super Gemini that we're still able to stay yeah, in the same sphere. Yeah, we still <laughs> we still have like our own our own like little differences. Oh, by the way, just for yeah. context, Yanni's birthday is like ten days before mine. You know, I was supposed to be a Gemini. I was supposed to be. God. This is this is the part of the conversation which is like oh like everyone who's watching like oh fuck they're gonna talk about astrology. We should have yeah, like a whole, sorry. <laughs> we should have a whole segment where I feel like just to piss those people off we should have like a segment where we just read your birth chart. Like this is what the yeah this would be so fun. That'd be so, so fun. We should do that. You yeah, you're a Capricorn okay. Moon though. I know that for a fact. Diba? I you know that I trust you so. <laughs> Capricorn Moon. No, that's why you're so hardworking. That makes sense. So guy number so that's the first person. Why that's did the you first think, person. Why did you think you apart from being Gemini's? Why do you think it wouldn't work out? The pinaka turnoff is he said that my course was easier than his. And I hate it Ooh. when people judge courses, right? Like that's it's my bad. biggest pet peeve. Yeah. He was like, he was like, lang direct. And I was like, oh. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, at that point, you just become a DDS and it's like, hey, ikaw na magano. But at that point, it's kind of fair. Like, that's the only time yeah. that the DDS argument's fair. Because, like, you, you won't know how hard it is unless you do it. It's hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Why, so why would, why would that person think that off. that was a turn-on? Like, what, what was the context behind saying that? Oh. I don't know. We were talking about courses and I was kind of ranting about how stressed I was. And then he goes, but your course is easier than ours. And I was like, no. Yeah, that's not. I mean, what? <laughs> no that's... way. Sis. Especially because you were saying, Kadina, you love compliments. Like for someone oh, to yeah, win yeah, your heart, yeah, yeah. So... Like, oh man, Yanni, you, you, your life's so hard. <laughs> no, I hate you. <laughs> validate you the whole time. Yes, Yanni, your life's so hard. You're struggling so God. much. <laughs> what about the second person? How many people are we listing here? No, I'm yep. just gonna say three. Three okay, cool. Three's a guys, nice round the major number. one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The others were like I dated once and it was just like yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So the second one is actually the best friend of the first one. And the first one kind of nireto niya ako sa second one because naawa siya kasi wala kong jowa and he got a girlfriend after we kinda dated. That sounds awful. <laughs> My gosh, I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, I hope they don't listen to this, too. Like, I, I could get sued for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's the... Um, 
So, second guy is the best friend of the first guy. Yeah. And then? So, actually, we, um, so, we were classmates in a GE. Ayan, yung mga GE people dyan. General education classmates That's in Phil 40. Phil 40. My, my GE story was Bio 1. Ooh. That's, uh, which is the story I'll tell you after. So, what's the, what was with Phil 40? Um, we, actually, I didn't, so Sam, okay, hi Sam. Sam and I were classmates. I hope Sam listens to this. Like we're both, we're I both. Sam, Sam is our friend, by the way. Like we're, but we're yeah. both on this, so she should, just to be a nice, and good friend. You know. Shout out, Sam. I'll put that on the timestamp. We mentioned Sam Alcala at some point. So yes, so that she can just skip to the yeah. part where she's mentioned. Okay, that's great. <laughs> okay, so Sam was like, she texted me, and she goes, "Pogi yung seatmate mo." <laughs> Okay. That's where that starts, eh. Let's go. That's where that starts. The whole pag ano pag giniyi ka na mga kaklas. Yeah. Delixion. And that's dangerous. That's, that's, yeah. What Actually, f- one of our friends. Hmm. We told her to stop yiying all of us because <laughs> it was working. <laughs> it's the curse. Yeah. Gosh. What did you yeah, notice so first? Basic- about the guy's face. I noticed, my gosh. Wait, when I went there, he wasn't my type at the time. Okay. You know how, yeah, so my type changes from time to time. So, yeah. um, so when I went in, I was like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all on the That's a fair question. You're seatmates. So there are two sides. <laughs> That's a good question. I was like, mm. <laughs> and, and I was in the chair that was facing the rest of the class. You know, in Cal, College of Arts and Letters, yeah. the chairs, you have chairs in the side, then you have chairs in the gitna. Okay, yeah, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay, so for those who don't see, aren't watching this in video form, there are chairs that surround the walls. Yes. And there are chairs in the middle in a regular school setting. Yeah, in a regular so like, Excel in, format. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was in the chair in the wall area. So there are people in front of me. So I didn't know which one was my seatmate that she was referring okay. to. Okay. So she goes, the one, and Sam was on my right. So she goes, the one on your left. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's cute. <laughs> if Sam was on your right, she should have just said, ako. That would have been like, <laughs> we should have just claimed it, na good looking ka. Oh my gosh. That's and then what true, did you notice true. about the, the dude's face? Uh, well, his face is very, it's like baby face at the time. So it wasn't harsh. Approachable. Approachable. That's the term. Okay. Soft. Yeah. yeah, soft. Tasty. <laughs> okay. That's a worse word. Moist. No. Ew. Um, and then why didn't yeah. what, what happened to that? Why didn't that work out? Uh, so we bonded in Phil 40. We were group mates and he helped me with translating stuff into Filipino accurately. So mm-hmm. um, that's how we bonded in K-drama too. But afterwards, a sem after, I think that's the, when the time that we dated, he, we didn't really call it a date at the time, just hanging out because his parents really didn't approve. 
but it got to the point where it was moving it was developing so i go before we go to the next step i i told him so what are we batalaga and then he goes um we're a thing and then i i answer what do you mean a thing do you treat your friends like you treat me and then he says no and i'm like so what are we because i don't want to be like stringed along this long it was already like almost two sems and oh, that's not good. we were yeah we were acting some sort of way right it wasn't like a friendship way so i wanted to be like okay i have to set my time I have to prioritize yeah. things. Are you will, will you be in my Yeah, are, are, are we going to do this or not? Like just fucking say yeah, it. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't want to waste time just guessing. So, um eventually I it was me who ended it because I felt like I couldn't since his parents didn't approve, I would be kept in the dark. So, I didn't really like that because I'm a parent pleaser. I'm a people pleaser yeah, in general. I feel that. Yeah. And, yeah, so knowing that I wouldn't be you know, that person wouldn't be proud of me being in his life at the time. That really wasn't something that I would be on that board hurts. with. That hurts. Do you want, when, if when you get a boyfriend, I'm also, by the way, I'm saying boyfriend because Yanni is cishet, right? Like, just to be very clear. Yeah. To make sure that no at one thinks, moment, yeah. no one thinks that I'm being heteronormative. Uh, okay, <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. um, but yeah, like the moment that you get a boyfriend, like would you want them to post about you on Instagram and stuff? Or would you like prefer like a low-key type of thing? Knowing that you have like 10,000 followers who watch all your shit. Oh Which I like, it I, I like it whenever I bring that up and you get scared. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, but, get, yeah, but, I get overwhelmed on slight It's a real concern though. Yeah, Don't you think? I guess I would like a a guy who not really post on social media. I'd appreciate the special moments when, you know, we shout each other out on social media. But um, I prefer it more in real life, like when I'm with his friends or when I'm with his parents or whatever. Uh, he's just proud of, you know, me. <laughs> so you got really killing when you said that. Yeah, so I know. Cute. So cute. Who are you imagining? The joke alone. Yeah. I'm not imagining anyone, which is weird okay. for me. Do, who's your normal placeholder? Right. Is that a fair? Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> a placeholder for when you don't have a crush. Is it from the MBT? Oh my gosh! Nagiging boy abunda na talaga. MVP plays only from Bendy. Um, it would be like Tom Holland or Brand Simpson. They kind of alternate. Yeah. I was hoping to be a real person. Someone that we can no, sing. Why would I have a. I don't know. What, like maybe you just so have like a, just a crush a you go to. Yeah. Like a crush and it's like, okay, you know what? Wala akong crush ngayon. Siya na lang crush ko muna. I think it's oh, a real thing. I used to have that. And you know who that person is. I Wait, that's an, that you know who that person is. That's another thing we're going to talk about on air. But how come, like off air? But how off come, air! Off air, but <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, was try- I wasn't trying to trick you there. Uh, why that person? Though? That person, I think he was like, in my head, I pegged him as the person that I could never reach because he was so smart and 
He was an intense achiever. And I felt like, he's too smart. Like, this guy okay. was gifted with intelligence. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. That's, that's a good basis for a placeholder crush. When you know you can't reach them. Yeah. That's good. That's because <laughs> that is like Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your basis what? for What's your basis for intelligence? Since you brought that up. Oh, intelligence. I guess being able to articulate themselves accurately. That's fair. I think if you have a wide vocabulary and you use the words correctly, I think that's pretty intelligent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those highfalutin words. Like, you get impressed watching, like, I know, my British politicians and... Oh, yeah. That's, That's why I love Patriot Act. I'm like, wow, there are so oh, many words. Have fun, sad. have fun. Hello. That's sad. Why do you bring that up? Uh, okay, that is something we uh, couldn't talk about. Is Hassan Minaj, is Hassan Minaj your type? Is he <laughs> up there for you? Oh, you know, he's like my type in terms of intelligence. Okay, so you want, so for all the people listening out there, like you're, you're the brains part of your ideal person is Hassan Minaj. What yeah, about the what about the the face and the body? What's your ideal out of there? I think we established that Tom Holland and Brad Simpson they kind of okay, look alike. If you who's think Brad about Simpson? it, from the Vamps, know. Andrew. Okay, I don't know Vamps. I just kept imagining Homer's kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's Bart what Simpson. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that was your type, Bart Simpson. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess like though, you know, obviously as someone who's experienced a lot of stuff, um, you know, in the last year, like the last year has been super fucking crazy for you. That's how we started the show. Just addressing that whole elephant in the last year has been pretty fucking crazy for you. Um, you ever get a big head about it? You ever get like an ego about okay. it? Ooh. Like this is never I haven't. I think when it gets to me, I get super overwhelmed and I close up into my like shell of parang I'm not good enough kind of shell. Yeah. You know how you're experiencing something that you only dreamed of and when it really gets to me, in my me personally, I tend to close myself off and I'm like, I don't deserve this. I am not good enough or something like that. So I think that's the opposite of um, being egotistical about it. It's like, yeah, really, yeah. It's 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 like a homeostasis thing. Like it balances out your your insides oh, balance yeah. out. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, w- what else do you feel like insecure about though? Like, what makes you say you're not good enough to do something? I think I have a tendency of comparing myself to people who. Um, who are already like in a different caliber or in a different measurement of the spectrum. So I feel like, I mean, I know that I can be like them, but I want to be like them right now. I think that's the po- the problem is my mentality is I need it at this time, like really fast. I'm kind of impatient at times. Yeah. So that gets to me na parang, why can't I do it at this second? Why can't I be better right now so but it's not entire yeah. and yeah it's not entire it's not your fault that like Nico Ramos is like what 12 years older than you 
Like you can't really you you couldn't have controlled being born in 1998. You know, ideally, if I were if I could have chosen where I would be born, I would have like wanted to be a sports writer in like the 90s, like the golden, Why? like Michael Jordan, fucking, diba? And like yeah. the Hinebras of the 90s. That'd be like, where would you have been born if you could choose like any time period? Wow, your answer is pretty really good if you think about it sports wise. If diba? you wrote all of those stuff, that's, that's such a good like, time. To, and because like you still have like twenty more years to be good at what you do, and then you would have reached Kobe and Shaq and LeBron and. Where would you have been born? You know what? When I think about it in a historical sense, I'm kind of. I'm like I think this is the best time to be born at the moment because if you think about other times of history. Do I want to be born in World War II? Do I want to oh, be yeah. born during Red? So, I think in terms of history, this is the time where, this is the right time I was born. Even with but COVID. I think we are given the things, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, even with COVID at the moment. I wasn't born during COVID. Oh, that is true. That's harder. That's harder to be yeah. like, um, like imagine if you're seven. I was watching my sister's you know, mm. online class, right? Like, I, I was setting up her online class. All the kids were bored. It's depressing. I felt so bad for the teacher. But they were all bored. Yeah. And they were like, and I like how the kids, like, even in online classes, they were like flexing. But like, there was this one kid who had like fucking unicorn headset. And there was like one kid with like a gaming chair, which is like, come on, it's online class and you're still flexing on each other. It's like how when you were a I kid. I think that's flexing, dude. It is flexing, like- dude. Unicorn it's how headset. they express themselves. Or you wouldn't tell that to the kid who had like the 64 Crayola crayons when you were growing up. That's right. 64 Crayola crayons. Are That's a pretty good flex. Kids have like a weird economy about these kinds of things. Like people think kids are dumb, but kids like understand like the economy of, of the world a lot better than we do. Um, yeah. How will you know when like when you feel like you're good enough? That's a really hard question to answer because I do have that tendency not to fall back. But I think that's why I like being complimented on work ethic because that's when I get to measure if I am good enough based on other people's perception. I know it's not really a good uh, basis for your worth, but at the moment, I can't measure my own like capabilities because I am just starting out, right? But so it helps me when people like my mentors tell me um, that was good or you did well. That means in my head, oh, okay, so what I did at the time is something that I can work towards and improve more. So, so you, never, yeah, you, you, you really don't like looking at the future, no? Like just as mm. a general principle, like it's, it's always just now. For you. I'm trying to I'm trying to do that more now because growing up I did like I get overwhelmed like thinking about the future like when the pandem- pandemic hit mm. I was like writing down everything that I need to do to be successful in the future and that really was exhausting mentally exhausting because if you think about it it's um you don't really know what path will lead you to success so in my head, I was writing down every type of path that could open the door for me to be able to, you know, get all the goals that I wanted to get. So 
that was mentally draining, thinking about the future. <laughs> that is true. But you're happy where you are now. Um, loaded question. Kind of like, yeah, <laughs> loaded question. I'm sorry. I still have that kind of, you know, if the pandemic didn't happen, I would be happier. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, naturally. I'm super grateful. I'm so grateful of at where I am at the moment. And if there's anything you wanted to tell other people about, you know, like how to cope with where they are right now in the pandemic, what will you tell them? Oh, um, I think, I don't know, because this is kind of like a general mentality that you are, you know what? That's hard to answer. How do I, what do I want to tell people? I mean, well, you know, naturally, like, obviously the pandemic sucks and, like, there's a lot of, like, poor people who are dying right now, especially in our country. Yeah. But just, like, anyone who can, who's, like, you know, whose biggest struggle right now is just getting through day-to-day mentally. Like, have you been able to get out of that slump? Yeah. If Okay, if I was gonna talk to myself at the start of the pandemic, I think one thing I'd tell that myself would be you know what you should make overnight oats every night because oats you have to overnight oatmeal overnight oats okay oatmeal oatmeal because um it's something that i look forward to in the morning so you have to look for those little moments throughout your day that will make you sustain or that will make you see the good things or the positive things in the day. Like, I really love braiding my hair in the morning and I love eating my breakfast. And it's something that has been helping me see uh, the bright side of the current situation. If Especially if I want to, you know, take care of my mental health, take care of um, my thoughts at the moment. So just look for things that, or create ways that, you would look forward to or would bring some sort of positivity at the moment in your day. And I think um, that really helps in terms of relaxing, in terms of taking care of your mental health. Do you, like, how's your relationship with your faith right now? Because like you talked about being a church girl and yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you know that I'm like a church kid too. So yeah. like, I don't know, is it, has your faith like been shaking because of the whole situation but um actually thankfully i've um reconnected with people who are able to bring me back to my faith in terms of my relationship with god more of that in instead of um you know systematic ways of connecting mm. with your faith so um i have i have do you know the bible verse app I've been reading that Which every morning. This? One touch. What's the? No, no, no. It's it's uh holy. It's just Bible. It just says Bible. <laughs> Sometimes the obvious answer is the That's right the answer. Right? <laughs> and, then, and it gives you a random verse so, every day. Yeah, a random verse every day, and there's a devotional, and I take the devotional and the verse. Um, in terms of the context, instead of like the systematic way of, you know, practicing your faith. Because it depends, eh? like 
your spiritual connection with the divine is different per person and there's really it isn't like one size fits all i believe in my opinion it depends on what effort you give to be able to connect so even though i'm reading the bible and um listening to different preachers of a certain you know religion i still take it um i still assess it in my current situation how how what are what are like the little things but that you've adjusted to make your faith more personal oh um first of all i've allotted like 10 minutes of my day to reading a bible verse and just reflecting on it in terms of my life to make it more personal i have like this i feel like i have a weird not really not really weird but a personal relationship with god na friends friends come in like i don't see him as something that's intimidating but someone who's guiding me throughout my life so Thank when you. i'm proud of myself i'm like thanks thanks you're the best up there like <laughs> yeah i i always yeah. found it like even as like a devout catholic for the longest time uh, which i still mm-hmm. am the man I always found it like really difficult to have a personal relationship with God because I always thought that it, it made more sense to just have him be there, you know, Pero parang, yeah, but it you. matters. I feel like in my life, I found that it matters to have a personal relationship with God. Um, mm. Obviously to any like atheists or agnostics or non-Catholics listening, obviously this problem doesn't apply to you, but just like for me personally, parang, I used to think that, it was better that God was distant, you know, because um, he had to try harder. But then, when you yeah. have a personal relationship with God, like it, it really does change your positivity, like your your outlook on 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 being alone. You know, like obviously, like mental health is a lot more encompassing than just God and desal desal lang. But yeah, yeah. you really do realize that you're not alone when you do have that, you know the divine to hold on to i feel yeah so just to you know this is our opinion in terms of yeah we're not um, no one's trying to force we're not that. imposing anything on you you do I, you guys i also don't want anyone to think that this is like a religion podcast that this is going to be like a consistent theme throughout everything because we're gonna have like different kinds of people here the title is be yourself like no one's gonna I'm not gonna force a Muslim or like an atheist that like say na parang oh you know I believe God is, God is good like it's true for different people. Before we before we end this show, I did want to bring up na um no we, we haven't talked about the third person yet. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay. we haven't talked about that yet. Okay, because I told this one you I know that who it I'd is. be transparent in this podcast. This one I know who no. It is. Do I not? No, no, no. Is this not the from before the podcast? We, yeah. You said a name, right? I did say that's it. the second guy. That's the second oh. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was under the Revelation. assumption that orgmate natin yung second guy. No, no, no. Okay, okay. The third guy is this is pretty not recent. Ah, uh, it's na. Before the pandemic. Okay. That's fairly recent. Is that recent? That's objectively okay. recent. <laughs> Subjectively, it's probably not. 
<laughs> but that's objectively recent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, again. So this guy, um, this guy doesn't know, by the way. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. You know, I'm like, I tell people my feelings. This is the only guy I did not tell about. So um, it was during, I, I guess, since it's pretty recent, I'm going to talk about this in a really vague way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. You can be more specific when we're off camera. Yeah. I'll just like so insert this, it a little bit in the post stuff. Okay, go. Yeah. Um, this guy is, we both uh, went through, I guess, the same circumstance. And we were able to bond through that. At the start, I was really apprehensive to develop feelings for him because um, I didn't want to be distracted at the time. So, I th- why are you smiling? Because I think I know who this is. <laughs> I think you do too. I do know. Yeah, no, I know who it is now. I, I, I have a okay. pretty good feeling. So, but you were did saying... Did I tell you? No, did no, I but I had a though? feeling. We okay. haven't talked like properly in a while. So, yeah. yeah. Which means that you're going to do so, the show again at some point. Like if this I show mean, goes somewhere, I have to update everyone. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna have like a we're gonna have like a half a year check in on Yanni Mayo. That's let's probably gonna go, be episode like sixty. Hopefully we can we can get to that episodes. You're okay. you're probably this is the first episode we're recording by the way, just in case anyone doesn't know. But you're probably gonna be like second, second or third. Okay. We'll see. We'll right. we'll, we'll determine that. Okay, go. You were talking about guy number three, whose name I yeah. really want to say. But no, no, no. Yeah. Dude, you have to we're 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 I'm respecting Keep it whatever Keep little it journalistic integrity I still have left. <laughs> so you were saying Okay. So I guess yeah, we bonded through the circumstances we were in and I just developed a really close relationship with this guy, but I didn't wanna tell him because I didn't want to I guess I didn't wanna I, I didn't Acknowledge my feelings at first because I didn't want to be distracted during yeah. a high moment in our lives. And so I kept it for most, the most part. Um, I just told a few of my friends. And this is actually pretty rare because when I like someone, usually the entire the whole world knows. Yeah. knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. This one, not so much. But a lot of people were for it they just didn't know that i had i developed feelings for the guy so when the pandemic hit i was evaluating my feelings right because i wanted to see if it was still worth it or if i would want to um acknowledge it in his presence but i kind of realized that maybe it was because of circumstance that i liked him but doesn't that go against the whole notion of what we were talking about? Na parang timing is everything, and timing is ano? Shouldn't that be like think, a sign that it was good? Um, actually, I don't know now. When when I think about it, I would ask myself if I I told him when my feelings were at a high, would it have, you know, done something, or like was it the right time to tell him? at that moment since we were both close but I felt like I had like different priorities delegate. Like, I really prioritized my responsibilities at the time. Yes, so, in jobs and you know, 
Yeah, so I put it off talaga because I wanted to focus my attention there. Now that I don't, my my focus is elsewhere, I evaluated again and I felt like um, maybe I'll wait until a different time to siguro just nonchalantly be like, you know, I liked you. <laughs> and just like, see. Do <laughs> you think it works if like you're both taken na? Isn't that like where movies go to shit? <laughs> that is true. That is the plot to In the Mood for Love. And uh, <laughs> like there are a bunch of other movies like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Notebook. A... Isn't that how The Notebook? I don't think I've ever watched. Have I watched The Notebook? I think I have, but it's what? just like... Rachel McAdams? What's your favorite? Okay. Oh, no. Your favorite movie is Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I know that for a fact. I still haven't watched it, by the way. I promised you that I would. What? Yeah. That's the movie where everyone's like, how, how come you haven't watched it? I haven't watched that yet. I watched a movie recently with Lado called Ruby Sparks. You would love that movie. Like, you would absolutely. I watched it. I saw did your you tweet. Did you tweet about it? I did tweet about I it. I think you did. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I saw your tweet. Yeah. It's it amazing, huh? In imagination, 100%. God. And, and it's just, I, I, I'm sorry. I feel like it was so it was so ironic for me to assume that you haven't watched the movie when the whole movie is about how how like women are their their own people or whatever. I'm sorry. It's my bad. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? What else has um? This is the part where I'll edit it out. Okay. You know. Will you? Since, yeah. So since I'm gonna edit this out, I will say. Should I ask him when I have him on? Because I'll ask him. I'll Are you going to have him on? I will. Like, I should. I can. I bet you can, so I should. I can, yeah, so yeah. I should. And, like, we talk naman, so it wouldn't be weird. Don't reference <laughs> me. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, okay, I won't. I won't. <laughs> but I will say, this is completely clickbaity, though. Like, people who figure it out. There's smart people out there. Like, if I was, if I was, like, a level of intelligence enough to figure out who that was after like the second sentence. Like people are probably smarter than me. So, you know. Yeah, I guess. Let's see if they figure it out. But I hope like it doesn't ruin any relationship that I have with him now. Because you know how other people get freaked out when people find out that they have feelings for them. But it was before, so. You feel like it was born out of just Anudiba out of being together in the same place the same time. You know how like people did you ever read like the book series Animorphs growing up? You ever read No. That? no I've read a really bit, good. but I haven't I didn't really It was really good. The way that the way that show ended was that um the show sorry, the way that book series ended was that um it was a war and like like the whole story was a war. Like the thirty books was a war. Um and the way the, the the series ended, spoiler for anyone who hasn't read it, who hasn't read it, um, I doubt naman you're gonna read like all 30, 50 books of it. So I'll just like say it and then yeah, it's a lot. Fine. It's a lot. So it doesn't really matter <laughs> about the spoilers, I feel. Um But like the way that ended was that they were so not used to not being in a war that like their lives changed after that. And it was like, as in, like the people who were together during the war, like some of them got divorced, some of them 
like um well some of them died obviously and then uh, some of them like went back into a different war and like at the time like a lot of the kids who were reading animorphs because i was reading animorphs at the time a lot of the kids who were reading it were so mad about that like they were so mad why wouldn't you give us a happy ending like why wouldn't you give us like a like the teen beats the big bad guy and just like give us like a happy ending about that and yeah and like and it got so bad. Like, like <laughs> the creator got so much shit for it. And then she deadass, like, wrote a whole letter to the audience saying, okay, here's, here's, let me, let me get this straight for everyone. I wanted to write a story about war that was digestible to kids. But the truth about war is that in real life, war doesn't end cleanly. Like, the relationships right. you make during war don't last. And... Some people recover quickly. Some people recover by moving on and forgetting. And some people just don't recover at all and just have PTSD for the rest of their lives. And other and most of the time, wars just lead into other wars. So I guess like the point I'm trying to get at is, parang, did was it a thing for you? Na parang, at, when because you you were saying that your relationship was at the start of the pandemic, or at the relationship your crush on this person was before the pandemic. Do you think it was like a, a thing where after, when the pandemic happened, did you like talk differently? Um, I think because of all of the mental, the toll it had on our mental health and um, yeah, the toll that it had on our mental, emotional, and spiritual health, I guess the conversations were, in my end, weren't as enthusiastic or engaging as before when we talked then kasi it was the time when we were all adjusting so um it was pretty different the tone of our conversations but, but that's not something that's something i expected then kasi there's so many things that's happening around us but i guess after the start like at the moment we aren't really talking that much anymore it it's just more of friendly acknowledgement from time to time, you know. Like liking each other's liking Instagram each other. stories, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not something I regret and it's not something naman na I have bad feelings towards but it's just real life. That's just how it goes. It's not always na it ends up in a way that you'd expect or you'd want. Mm. But I don't, I would like to say that um, if ever people do find out about it, in my end, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's just, it's something I went through, you know? Getting so, yeah, he's just saying don't someone. at her. Just don't, don't make yeah, articles don't make about this. Yeah, don't make it a big deal. Don't, you don't know. Don't pay Andrew to give you, I know, to give you access to tell to you guys <laughs> the name. <laughs> Don't mention it in other I'm good, stuff. I'm good. There's no, so. there, there are no bribes that that can buy me. If I were gonna get bribed for anything, to me it's like, I mean, the I, I will say I would never do it, but I can't deny that like okay. the seventy thousand per day for like trolls for online trolls. To be fair, that does sound like a pretty good gig. Like I'm not morals will yeah, always outweigh more than seventy k, but then. Like, like if you're like a poor person, you can't. It's hard for you to say no to that. Like, I can't. I, I would never fault like a poor person for doing that. I would never do it. 
I never fault anyone for it. Anyway, I do want to have you on again at some point. Like we really should have another check-in. So hopefully, hopefully, let's see if we get more guests. Let's see if we get enough guests that it warrants me going like, oh, I have no more guests that I'm going to have Yanni on again. Let's get Yanni. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just like, like, we're close. She's consistent. She'll always be G to do this shit. Naman. You will. Naman. Yeah, dude. It's not like we have anything yeah. else going on right now. Well, anyway, thank you so much, Yanni. I really appreciate having thank you on. You. Um, it's so fun to get to talk to you after such a long time. And is there anything else you want to say or like shout out or plug? Um, I just want to tell people to be, you know, stay safe, stay vigilant, um, stay at home. If you have the privilege of staying at home, I hope everyone is doing well at the moment and see you in better times, I guess. See you physically in better times, but at the moment, see you guys in social media. See on social media. We will, um, you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at itsyanimayo. And we will plug our details at the end of this show. So thank you again, Yanni. See you in the 60th episode. I will make sure See that you. you are the 60th episode. Thank um, or you. The, the si- what number do you want? Give me a number from 60 to 100. 80. 80. We'll make sure you're the 80th yeah. episode. See you then, Yanni Mayo. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks again so much to Yanni Mayo for coming on the show and just being one of my favorite people in the world. You are a blessing to everyone around you. Make sure you follow Yanni on social media. That's at It's Yanni Mayo on Twitter and Instagram. And she also has a podcast of her own with her mom and her sister called Little Women, which you can check out on her YouTube page. With all that said, thank you so much to everybody who's been a part of Be Yourself Season 1. Thank you to my girlfriend, Lei, for the endless support and for always reminding me about who I am and the stories I can tell. All I want is to do the same for you, because you are just amazing in so many ways. Thank you to Weej for supplying the music and for still being around after all these years. Follow Weej's music at facebook.com slash w-e-e-j music. And of course, to my best friend, Reinhard Ray, for providing the art you see every week. You are the best graphic designer I know, and I couldn't have done this without you. Check out Reinhardt's art over at behance.net slash Reinhardt Ray. That's R-E-I-N-H-A-R-D-T-R-E-Y. And hire him for whatever illustration or graphic design gigs you have. Thank you to all our guests for the first season. Siege Tentenko, Sof Abrigar, Tim Cohn, Stefaranas, Jack Animam, Chai Fonesher, Sam YG, L.A. Tenorio, Benny Manaligod, and of course, Yanni Mayo. I love this lineup. Thank you for being such a special part of my history and offering your time and your stories for the stupid little goal that I have. And of course, thank you to my other best friend and the show's co-producer, Giannina Azores. I know when I say your name on the podcast or when I tweet about you, it kind of sounds like you're an imaginary friend I blame everything on. But believe me, listeners, Janina is very, very real in more ways than just the physical. I approached her with this idea as kind of a last hurrah, you know, just a, just a passion project I really wanted to do and get out of the way. And I asked Giannina because I know she's amazing at the management, marketing, advertising side of things, but also because I know that if I told her about this project, she would just keep it real and tell me that I can't do it, you know, you can't do it. But when I pitched this to her, she asked no questions and simply told me, here's how we're going to do this. Outside of my girlfriend, 
no one has believed in me more this year than Giannina Azores. Thank you so much for everything, Giannina. I love you. Our baby finally reached one season, and I can't wait to see it grow even more. And finally, thank you, the listener, for tuning in every week and keeping it real with us. This show would be nothing if it weren't for people like you who see the value in finding the realness in people and valuing sincerity as a basic human currency. You built this journey for me, and I can't wait to take you on more adventures very soon. Be Yourself will return very soon. Stay tuned, keep safe, and have a very happy new year. Cue outro music! Be Yourself is produced by Giannina Azores and Andrew Mancias. Follow us everywhere on social media at Be Yourself Pod. You can also follow me on social media. That's at Andy Mancy on Twitter and at TheAndyMancy on Instagram. This show would also not be possible without the amazing art of Reinhardt Ray. You can follow him on Instagram at Reinhardt Ray. And of course, thank you so much to our boy Weege for supplying the kick-ass intro music. Follow him on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash W-E-E-J music. Thank you so much, and I hope you keep being yourself. Peace.